millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If anybody has an alternative uh, job for Alice Shattuck, now is the time. We are listening to offers currently. She's <laughs> in marketing. The one catch is that you have to also offer me 13 weeks of paid maternity exactly. leave. Exactly. Uh, like one month into starting the job. That's the one catch. Exactly. Otherwise, or, I can't change. Otherwise, right. I'm stuck there forever. Or the so. job could start six months from now. So that would be also <laughs> another thing. That is certainly fine. We will see. But poor Albie, handcuffed to her computer all day. I don't know day. if I was hand- I'm in the middle of kind of a big it is, project. I've never seen, there's launching. no air traffic there's controller people. who that works, has to concentrate more on their computer for hours on end without breaks than you. There are people who are doing no. overnight shifts N- right now. When, when Apollo things. 13 was running out of oxygen, <laughs> there, was, there was nobody at the NASA control center who was concentrated, handcuffed to their screen than what i've seen with you it's not a complaint about you it's just you're you're under house arrest essentially. <laughs> it's horrific people are relying on me oh god okay um a lot of stuff has happened devin archer hunter's former best buddy has has um testified in congress it was a it was a closed door testimony that of course like immediately stuff started leaking about what they were talking about which i love obviously and if you go by um what's his name dan i have it here something somewhere here hold on if you just go by the um congressman dan is it dan goldman i don't know if you just go by it doesn't matter you've been in prison all day if you go by Daniel Goldman, Rep. Dan Goldman, okay. he's been kind of the biggest advocate for the Bidens. Well, they caught him right outside of the uh, hearing room, and this guy is trying to spin for the Bidens. He is clearly flustered here. 
Doesn't that contradict the president's statement saying that he never talked to any of Hunter Biden business associates? Clearly he talked, whether about the weather or whatever, but he said specifically that he's never talked to them. Doesn't this contradict that? I don't know what his comment is. And if we're- Just so you know, um, Archer said what we thought he was going to say. He was detailed about specific events in which Hunter gave the phone to Joe Biden. Joe Biden was in on the conversations specifically numerous times in great detail and so now this guy right. one of the, so the new line is that it wasn't about any of the business stuff we'll, we'll get this to that we're gonna get to that we'll get to that okay this is don't step on okay. uh, daniel goldman he's gonna to do the do the work for us right here we're gonna well i don't i don't think that's what he said start a little he never earlier associates clearly he talked whether about the weather or whatever but he said specifically that he's never talked to them doesn't this contradict me? I, I don't know what his comment is, and if we're going to... Well, I don't, I don't think that's what he said. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. He said that he had nothing to do with... This is the splitting of the hairs. Uh, yes, he did, by the way. He did. Yeah, he did, actually. Hunter Biden's he business dealings. If he says hello to someone that he Oof. sees his son with... Well, is he supposed to say, hi, son? Oh, no, I'm not going to say hello to the other people at the table or the other people on the oh. phone. It's kind of a preposterous premise to think that a father oh, should not say hello to people that the son are at dinner with. The son- oh, saying hello to the people of the son who the son is having dinner with is a consecration of the deal. Right. That is the transaction right there. The point is. I told you I delivered him. Here he is. Hunter Biden was delivering, was selling uh, Joe Biden saying hello to the business associates, to the business associates. So, and, exactly. Hunter Bi- and Joe Biden delivered on that promise that Hunter was making to them. Because what Hunter's going out and telling the business associates, obviously from the beginning, this is everybody's concern. I mean, not even concern. Concern is too like weak a word. Everybody's understanding of the way that Hunter Biden and you know, Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother as well. But everybody knows that the reason why Hunter Biden makes any money is because Hunter Biden is selling access to Joe Biden. Right. So if Joe Biden is on the phone with those people, then Joe Biden, access to Joe Joe Biden was sold. That's that's the whole transaction right there. Like, it doesn't need anything else. Exactly. That's Joe signing off on the... the that uh, Hunter's going to be the go-between and that the rough waters that they were dealing with, Burisma at the time, of course, um, they had the point man. The man in power then um, it, it was on the take. Is at dinner with, and that is literally all the evidence is. Was this like a party trick that Hunter Biden used to impress the people he was with? Uh, let me see. There's a couple more of these that are really good. Some yeah, of them it are- is a party trick, essentially. And if Hunter Biden didn't do that party trick for those people, they wouldn't be paying him the millions of dollars. Well, right. And- That's the whole point. That's what everybody was saying was inappropriate about all this from the beginning. Right. I just want to grab this a mm-hmm. little bit of a longer one here. There have been a few. Um, once again... Here, maybe this is the same thing. Doesn't contradict the president's statement saying that he never talked to any of Hunter Biden business associates? Clearly, he talked whether about the weather or whatever, but he said specifically that he's never talked to them. Doesn't this contradict? Them? I don't know what his comment is, and if we're gonna, well, I don't, I don't 
think that's what he said. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. So anyway, yeah, don't he, you remember the controversy when the Hunter Biden laptop thing first came out back in 2020, right before the election, right? The laptop thing came out and there was all the controversy over whether or not he had had this meeting that was in in there of Hunter saying he was going to get these people to meet with Joe Biden. And there was all this controversy where they were saying that's absolutely not true. This right. is Russian disinformation. He never met with any of these people, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then like, it's like, well, he did talk to everybody that Hunter Biden did business with. Oh, okay. Well, but he just talked to them. Like, but five but remember, minutes he ago, didn't know about, he'd never talked to his son about business. Dad, say hi. But in we're supposed to believe that, that the dad never knew. Jonathan Turley was on with Cavuto on Fox talking about this. And it's funny. Most of the the comments, I've only heard a minute of this. Most of the comments are that uh, that Cavuto seems upset about what he's hearing. But that concentrate on what Turley says. Thinking the father to the son, even as an outside participant in these phone calls, just to say hi, explain that and why that is significant. Well, what we now know, quite frankly, is that the president has been lying. I mean, he lied during the presidential campaign. He lied as president when he had his staff repeat that he had no knowledge, uh, no interaction with these business dealings. That's clearly false. I mean, the, the, these are accounts of almost two dozen calls made with these associates, some of whom are the most corrupt figures in Europe. Uh, where the vice president would call in. That's the point of influence peddling. When Archer says that he was there to sell the brand, the brand is influence peddling. And Joe Biden is the object of that influence peddling. And so you need to show that you will have access, that he's just a phone call away. And what's amazing is that you have people like Representative Goldman saying, you know, when he's put on the speakerphone, he didn't actually, you know, deal with business. Yeah. Well, no one expects in the middle of Cafe Milano that you're going to order <laughs> uh, that the prosecutor in Ukraine gets an ice pick and then order breadsticks. I mean, it. it the, the point is that we have him on speed dial. And what we also know is that we've had millions and millions of dollars transferred through this labyrinth of accounts that seem really designed to hide these transfers to the Biden family. That's the sort of apex of corruption. I mean, I've been a critic of influence peddling for decades. I've never seen anything like the Biden family. Now, they're going to come back and counter, um, so to be fair to, to all parties involved, that there's nothing unusual here, that if the son is, you know, is trying to say, that's my dad, the, the vice president or the former vice president, we don't know the timing of some of these calls when he was still a vice president or when he was a former vice president, but be that as it may, that, um, you know, he's not only his son, but he's with his... You know, so if, if they come back with that, then the choice is this. Hunter has to go down on FARA violations or Joe's got to be investigated for, uh, for, you know, taking foreign money for influence. Right. Or, or both. But one of them is doing something illegal here, if not both of them. But it can't be none of them. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, because obviously all these foreign oligarchs and stuff thought they were getting something from Hunter. Obviously, putting Joe Biden on the phone with them 
is showing them that they're getting something from Hunter. Right. And so, especially with the Burisma cats, Hunter has nothing to offer them. He has course. no expertise. Hunter He's, has nothing to offer anybody. Right. But except access to Joe. Of course. That's all he has. <laughs> that's the whole point is I'm related to the vice president. That's the that's the whole resume. And I can talk to him. Right. Is a matter so I much so that he might call time. in or I can call right. I can call him. Right? His father. That's the whole resume. Normal people's resumes right. have like, here's where I went to college. Here's the jobs I've done. This is what I know how to do. Hunter Biden's resume is I'm Joe Biden's son. Yes. That's the whole thing. And I have my dad's cell phone number. Correct. That's the whole deal. All the time. And this proves that he's he's at this dinner event or, or at this other function. And, and there's dad who pops up on the phone. Now, the White House might argue, do you know how often this happens with Joe Biden? He's in a lot of phone calls and there are a lot of people say, say hi, Joe, or whatever. So they're, they're going to play it differently. But you're saying you can't play this differently, right? No, you can't. I mean, Representative Goldman made this sound like he was calling his son's travel soccer team. I mean, these were almost two dozen calls uh, with these corrupt business figures from Ukraine, Russia, uh, and, and, uh, and China. And the president called to show that he was part of the brand. Now, look, you can deny most anything, but the American people are not being fooled. The polls you know, really indicate that. They see this for what it is. I mean, it is corruption. It, you know, and it actually makes sense now that, that the uh, video was released of Joe bringing up organically this morning with a podcaster that he has all seven. All I have seven grandchildren, all seven. All seven of them. <laughs> I have seven of them, he said. And he said, and four of them, four of them, five of them have, have phones, and I talk to them every day. So they're building the narrative that he's Mr. Collie Collerson. Look yeah, out. he talks to everybody. Yep, look out. Could be Joe Biden on the phone. Doesn't matter where you are. Question is, what did they get for their money? Not just what they thought they were getting, but what they might have gotten for their money. We have to find those answers. And what's astonishing to me is for Goldman to come out and say, can we go away now? I mean, can we just call it a day? You just had the close friend of the president's son saying that he was part of selling an influence peddling brand. Uh, I don't think this is the time that most people are going to feel it is for to take a powder. Now, that begs the question. We it is amazing. But there will be, and there already is right now, I guarantee you, debates in newsrooms across the country saying, what do we do with this? Well, right. And I mean, just think about it from your own life experience, right? And your own career and your own job. How many jobs have you ever applied to or, um, you know, been involved in business meetings business deals and while you're in the business meetings business deals you put your mom or dad on speakerphone as an adult <laughs> i'm just wondering mm -hmm. because it seems like not a normal thing to me no i mean like for any reason even to talk about the weather the only reason you would possibly do that is if like i know you've mentioned before that you managed to get like waitlisted at a school that mm -hmm. you shouldn't have been waitlisted at because right. your dad was a legacy right. uh, and an alum there or whatever. And, and 
But that's exactly what this is. That's the point. The only reason you would ever involve your parents in something involving in your career, involving your career, is if they can somehow pull strings for you. There's no other possible reason. I've literally never been in an adult business meeting and been like, "Oh, hey, my mom's calling. Let me just put my mom on the phone with all of us in my business meeting." It, you know, it's never happened. I don't know why you would do that. You know, it is funny because you mentioned that my thing, which is at uh, Northeastern, it. It really was kind of a very small scale Hunter Biden thing, <laughs> because I had met the guy at a function with my dad, who was a great guy, by the way, and mm-hmm. uh, and then and then gone in to have an interview with him, in which he delicately told me that it, the process might be tough because my grades were abysmal. <laughs> Everything about that he was holding. There was no other reason. You had a resume a lot like but, Hunter Biden. But he thanked. Time. But I wrote him a follow up letter thanking him. He thanked me for coming in. And so they didn't admit me. They they waitlisted me. Said you know we can't say yes, but we're gonna you know here you go. And then a wink, wink, wink. You know I got in. Uh, you know later. Um, but it, but it is the same thing. Of course it is. You know, of the moment it is. there's no reason to involve your parents in your career right. decisions the, unless there's unless you're selling your parents. You're correct. At, in the as, moment, as the Alice. Point. The moment my dad set up my interview, it was done. Right. And the moment the my the guy, great guy said yes, the fix was in. I was hunted at that point. <laughs> right, but you didn't have to. Your dad could have just talked about the weather. He didn't have to like say. Well, you better let Tom in or else blah, blah, blah. Like, That's this exactly, is a quid pro quo here. You're exactly right. There's no way he uh, officially asked to do him solid. He just asked if I'd sit down. He That's just how it appeared on the phone to show people that there was the connection. Exactly. And then everybody knew what to do. That's what the Hunter thing is. I should have said, they should have said it was Harvard. <laughs> um, so here we go. Let's continue with Jonathan Turley. We know the son was trying to leverage that relationship with the father. I think that's pretty clear, though I'm not a lawyer. The, the leap here is to say that the father was getting something out of it in, in participating if he knew he was participating. Do you think Joe Biden knew he was participating, leaving aside the far more explosive insinuation that he might have been profiting, no. which we can't okay. prove yet. Now, once again, though, to, <laughs> let's go back. To, let's go back to your example, right? Do you think your dad knew what the point was <laughs> of why you and why, he? Why and I was meeting with person. Pete Livingstone? Well, why do you have to meet with him, Tom? He's also <laughs> dean of admissions over there. It's you weird. You don't? Do you think he knew? Dad, what? I'm not going to talk about my business with you. Okay. Well, I'll set up a meeting for you. I have no further questions. <laughs> and also, obviously, the benefit to your dad of that whole thing is that you were getting into the college. They didn't have to let your dad into the college. Right. Or pay him money or something. Right. That wasn't the point. No, this is a different thing. And that's kind of the graph. same thing. That's like with Hunter. The benefit to Joe Biden is that Hunter's making money off this. It benefits Hunter, clearly, who's his kid. Right. And, I mean, not to mention, obviously, we have tons of emails and texts between them showing that Hunter was paying a bunch of Joe and Jill's bills. So we know, obviously, that they were benefiting. Like, you can play shell games with the money all you want to. But this family essentially is one financial unit. 
Right. They're all benefiting from each other and passing around the money. Like, there's no... You don't have to show that, like, somebody wrote a check to Joe Biden, Vice President of the United States of America, with the memo line saying, thanks for getting Shokin fired. Like, that... Obviously, that's not going to be there. But, like, clearly... He benefited because Hunter had this job and clearly he was on the phone with these people. Like, so he knew about it. I don't understand how people on the left are playing so freaking dumb about this. You know what? And it more and more occurs to me. Can you imagine that when Trump was on the phone with Zelensky a couple of years ago, asking Zelensky to look into this specifically, which Trump seemed to have knowledge about, but, but because a lot of people watched Seemingly, it apparently, everybody had knowledge right. of it. Um, can you imagine what domestically had to be done to um, organize all of the intel people to say, this is Russian disinformation, Russian disinformation. Imagine what we were doing to Zelensky at the same time. Right. I mean, it, this is really huge. This involves thousands of people. Thousands of people would have to be involved in this, in the united front, to 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 stop. And that's another reason why, you know, Democrats say, okay, we've got to prevent. You toss Trump. Trump gets reelected. There's a chance we find this out. Right. And it's especially, like, absurd and insane because of how the stuff, the Trump-Russia stuff, was treated Mm -hmm. how they treated like do you even remember all that stuff like with the whole meeting with don jr with that russian lobbyist about who was big into like the adoption issue or whatever and and like how they tried to spin this thing that like didn't even really happen can you imagine if like trump had been on the phone with actual russian oligarchs and they could prove it and trump said they just talked about the weather and there was no there right. there it's i mean like but, i know it's remember, pro whataboutism but remember but, that, that lady was sent by fusion gps right so but i mean like my point is yeah. that there's so you know they're trying to act like there's no there might be like a tiny bit of smoke but there's not really any fire here whereas if they had this level of evidence that trump did anything they would have, like, absolutely freaked out and impeached him, like, eight more times just on principle. And that's why, and, and and that's like, why the number of people involved in this had to be in the thousands, had to include everybody in the Beltway, and they said, listen, guys, don't you understand? When they say, it looks like that uh, Joe was influenced, Hunter was influence peddling, and Joe was totally involved, they take you, take you by the shoulders and say, don't you understand who's in the White House right now? This is Hitler and Stalin in there. Yeah. This is not about, you know, a bitty corruption here You're and there. saving democracy. Exactly. And That's why the, right now there are still, can you imagine the thousands of people are 4,000, 5,000 people now somehow knew or involved or somehow everybody did their part to depose Trump. Everybody, including Jake Tapper, they all did their part. Of course. Of course. And what's so crazy about it like i i know i keep going back to this and i know it's like what aboutism and nobody cares trump gets treated different from everybody else but like they called it russian collusion that trump made a joke in his speech yes. saying russia if you're listening make sure that you find hillary's emails the hacked emails like, that had already been hacked <laughs> i mean it's so absurd like you have actual evidence right now that Hunter Biden 
was selling access to Joe Biden. I don't know what else you need from anybody. Uh, it, it, it's the assumption is that he knew exactly what these meetings were about. I, I just, uh, it's just strange credulity that he flies to China with his son and doesn't ask once. By the way, where are you going to go in China? You know, what are the? Are you doing business here? Hmm. Uh, that he makes all these calls to these to dinners with foreign characters, and he doesn't say who were those guys? Uh, why were you meeting? Uh, it just, it just. Well, in fact, his political. You know, uh, Spidey sense would have him red flagging that immediately, saying, "Who? Wait, wait a second! No, you're putting me on the phone with? No, no, no! I, I'm not leaving, hanging myself out there, unless, of course, he wanted to be on the phone because he wanted to do a deal, of course, which is what he wanted, which is why he did it. It's not very believable." But I think that we also have other evidence that they shared accounts. There's account. There are some emails referring to a 10 percent cut going to the president. who was called the big guy. Uh, there were accounts of, of, of uh, offices that would be paid for the president and the first lady. Uh, Hunter Biden himself complains about taking money uh, to pay his father's bills. You know, there was a, an exchange where, where Hunter Biden said, we're the best at this effectively. And they are. And you can see that in how this influence peddling scheme was developed. No money has to go directly to the president. There's lots of ways to benefit the Biden family. Uh, but the one thing that we can't do is just walk away. We have to find out the full story here. I think yeah. this is, is shaping up to be one of the greatest corruption scandals in, in the history of Washington. And that is saying a lot. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you want to say? I, I mean, frankly, I know this is embarrassing and it's just because, but I mean, like I, maybe I'm going to be attacked for this, but like, this to me is already so much of a bigger deal and a bigger scandal than Watergate. I like can't from coming from the perspective of today, like I can't understand why Nixon would have resigned at the time. No. <laughs> like he did he did way less wrong. Like I don't even understand. I don't even know like know off the top of my head exactly what he did. Like he taped some people. Like what? I don't I mean, what how can people act like this is no big deal? I don't know. Well, get it. Daniel Goldman is acting like it's a big deal, and he is on a defense. These people so, to confirm, you're saying that the speakerphone conversations, they don't seem concerning to you because there was no specifics about business, and it just seemed like it was clear about- that It was clear the, that it was as part of the daily conversations that Hunter Biden had with his father, um, and it was, and, and sounds like most of the time, uh, now President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner. He was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the, the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how, uh-huh. uh, how, what's going on on your end. He, the- Mr. Hunter Biden, what is the weather like? You know what? It's, somebody I can call for that. <laughs> Honey? What the weather was. The witness was very, very consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversations. 
I often so invite my parents you're saying that the speech- to talk to my business associates for casual conversations. Very normal. The thing is that they're going to impugn this witness, too, for being a liar. But now he's using the witness's testimony. The witness has made it very clear. I don't think the witness did make it very clear, but we'll see as the transcript comes out. Oh, what a time. So, the media is obviously insane and dishonest, and we know this, and we, like, talked about this yesterday with the stupid Florida education standards, too, and, like, how you just can't, like, trust anything they ever say. Right? Of course. the narrative is always, like, backwards and completely upside down from the reality. So... I happened to notice this story today. Like you say, I was in, in a slog at work today, pretty much. But um, so I wasn't like listening to or watching anything, really. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But, um... One story that did jump out at me was I happened upon um, this story claiming that Republicans have found their latest um, big culture bore. So I don't know if you if you had gotten the memo yet. I hadn't checked my Republican culture war email yet to see if I have gotten the memo that I'm supposed to be freaking out about this yet. But um but I did see this news article stating that um, Republicans have decided what the latest trend in the culture war is going to be. And what, what is that going what, to be? What they're going to get hysterical over. And um, <clears throat> this is uh, the messenger. Uh, Nicole Guardiano says, move over gas stoves. The new culture war coming to your home is over water heaters. While the Biden administration says new standards will reduce greenhouse emissions and costs for consumers, Republicans say there will be high upfront costs and cold showers. Republicans' appliance anxiety is boiling over again. <laughs> this time it, over, boiling over residential water heaters. The Biden administration's new proposed energy efficiency standards have inspired fresh outrage among conservatives who are arguing it's part of a broader war on Americans' appliances from an overreaching government. So, see, once again, the narrative in the media is exactly backwards from what's actually happening. Because the narrative is Republicans have decided randomly yes. with absolutely no reason to freak out about hot water heaters. When in actuality, it's because they're passing new laws to right. regulate hot water heaters and new efficiency standards for them that are going to mean they are going to make gas or oil ones much more expensive. And they're going to encourage people to install electric ones that don't work as well. 
Right. Like you just you just look at Boston, for instance, on a local level. Boston now has announced that, or Massachusetts, maybe Boston mm-hmm. has announced that no future government buildings for the city of Boston will allow carbon emissions. In other words, you can't have anything on oil or gas inside. Right. Yeah. So that's done. So it's going to be effing cold. I can tell you that. (laughs) Of course, you can run stuff off electric, which when we overstrain the grid in the winter because everybody's running stuff off electric means that the power plants have to run off coal and gas because they and especially coal, because in New England in particular, we refuse to build any pipelines because we're so green that we can't get the more efficient natural gas up here uh, with any kind of efficiency. So, you know, they it spikes the cost and all the electrical plants are running off of coal anyway because they can't generate enough with solar power to run everybody's heat all winter in up here. What's it called? Appliance gate? Appliance gate? No, the, the word for Republicans... Our appliance anxiety has okay. struck again, I believe. <laughs> Our appliance anxiety is boiling over. Ugh. So, and... So it's one of these things that, like all the other things mm-hmm. that they put out there and propose, Republicans pounce. They say this; these people are acting crazy, but then they're really doing it. <laughs> of course they're really doing right. it. The DOE says the new congressionally mandated proposed standards for residential water heaters, if finalized, will save consumers $11.4 billion on energy and water bills annually and reduce greenhouse gas emissions starting in 2029. Water heating is responsible for 13% of annual residential energy use and consumer utility costs. Well, if it's going to save me $11.4 billion, I don't think you need to mandate me to do it. I'll just do it on my own, right? But there's actually no evidence... When they say it's going to save people $11.4 billion, they're not including the costs of switching over the hookups, obviously. Of course. So, and there's no indication that you're ever going to make back the difference in costs. So, I'll tell you that, if you remember at our old house, our oil boiler died. Mm -hmm. And we had to replace it. And one of the people that we had come out and give us an estimate was the, like, mass save efficiency people. Yes that they have and they talked to us about doing a heat pump water heater set up the whole thing um on electric and they gave us an estimate and it was a decent estimate but they could only guarantee that it would be good and not need to be replaced for another seven years Hmm. and there was no way we would have made back like the difference in efficiency over that amount of time for replacing that system. Like it just made no sense. And they, the fact that they would only guarantee it for that long was like a deal breaker to me. It's yes. the same thing with like the wind turbines and everything else. Like you might be saving some carbon, but you clear cut all this forest, drove a huge truck up here to get all these pieces of this huge turbine up on top of this mountain. And like, Parts will start wearing out and need to be replaced. Like, how long is this turbine going to have to Which is last? the subscription plan that they're going to make all their money on. Right. So how long does the turbine have to last to make up for any kind of efficiency before you make back what you wrecked by cutting down all the trees and driving all the trucks up and making all the steel to do this? Like, and it's not clear that this is even going to work out. It's not clear that this has any impact. Even if even if America as a whole went to zero 
mm-hmm. on emissions, we would barely impact global temperatures because of China and India and all these other places. Right. Like uh, the whole that's thing is barely impact if any impact. Right. Right. But they know better. Of course, finally the bill is coming due on the incandescent light bulbs. You know, tomorrow's the big day. I didn't know that this was still debated. I thought that those were just going away. Uh the incandescent light bulbs are done tomorrow. Okay, that's the last okay. That's it. They can't be sold after tomorrow. So Incan- incandescent light bulbs. They just are worked over. too well for too long. <laughs> God, what? Well, a- well, the thing is, that's interesting about it to me is that I actually have started using LEDs in a lot of circumstances, not mm-hmm. everywhere, but in a lot of places. But largely, that's because the prices kind of organically came down when they first were starting to push this, like way back in the Obama administration when we first had the Great Republican Light Bulb Wars. Like yes. all those years ago. You were in talk radio for that, so you remember. Yeah, I was. Um, but LED bulbs were really expensive mm-hmm. back then. And and it was like, you know, nobody would go out and buy. They were like $50 light bulbs. Or yeah, something. you'd have to have the mass save sucker come over and like give you a, <laughs> six lamps and 14 um, <laughs> so, power but, cables. And- I mean, the prices have come down on LEDs enough so that it is actually like it's they've had widespread adoption. I don't think there's going to be a huge outcry about the incandescent bulbs. Although I think some people don't like the look of them, the LEDs. I like them for their place. But Mm -hmm. for the other things, like the light that's above you is nice and warm. I don't know if people can see that. I I think there's a place for... Well, you can make an LED in any color, but they, they do look a little different and... You know, and they do, but a lot of times they have the yellow thing inside them, like they don't look as nice. Yeah. And and it doesn't incentivize the companies that make the light bulbs to make them look any better if everybody's mandated to get them. Like, well, and also and with the, the other light bulbs, you're essentially throwing out glass and coil. With the LED bulbs, you're throwing out other stuff. Right. Bad things that aren't allowed in the trash or whatever. Can you throw... Mercury in, in the their trash. trash. Can don't you do that? Throw mercury in the trash. No, your products with mercury. I don't know. Do those have that? Are you allowed to throw out LED bulbs? I don't even know. I don't think so. You're supposed to bring them I somewhere do. for a special. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe that's um, fluorescence that you're not allowed to throw out in the trash. Our recycling system here for us has become what is it called? Single flow. What's that? What's that called? What? What's it, remember the the trash single flow or something? Single stream. Single stream. The recycling. Yeah, single stream recycling. Right. So we've gone we've um we've desegregated largely because this system doesn't work anymore because they don't give you whatever. Well, we're, yeah, the point is about the about the single stream recycling that single stream recycling used to actually be really cheap because China was taking a lot of our recycling and it was very very inexpensive for trash companies disposable waste companies to get rid of all this recycling now it's become now nobody wants our garbage essentially anymore what and a world i know so now it's become a lot more expensive so we used to do a lot more recycling because you know the towns would essentially give you like unlimited we got a huge container to fill every week with all the single stream recycling so we'd like throw everything in there that was eligible now it's like they make you pay all this extra if you want to recycle more so it's like screw that <laughs> along the lines <laughs> of the left floating something and then saying you're crazy for pouncing on it mm-hmm. this is nbc inside the online world of people who think they can change their race 
practitioners of race change to another or RCTA. It's got a little, it's got letters now, RCTA mm-hmm. plus, purport to be able to manifest physical changes in their appearance and even their genetics to truly become a different race. By the way, I don't like this NBC saying purport. Well, if that's their lived truth, then that's their lived truth. And they can change this. But, but I've well, seen, so I know what you're going to say. this is a big part of the reason they don't like this. And the, the, right. the framing of this is still very negative is because this is being used to point out the hypocrisy of the truth. Right. And so yeah. that is, if you Google this or if you go on social media and put this in. Everyone's it, mad at the RCTAs. Yeah, Exactly. And say, no, it's not the same. It's not the same as transing. Since before she hit double digits, Elisa, 15, said she has felt a special connection with Japan. The high school student who asked to be anonymous for fear of being doxxed online was born in Ukraine and lives in Maryland. But she now goes by the Japanese name Miyuki and listens to subliminals that promise she will wake up and be Japanese. I'm all for this. So far, she believes that by listening to YouTube videos with lo-fi music and photo of East Asian facial features while she sleeps, her vision has cleared, her eyelids have become smaller, and her hair is just a bit... You know what else? Have at it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Go nuts. Practitioners of what they call race change to another or RCTA purport to be able to manifest physical changes in their appearance and even their genetics to become a different race. They tune into subliminal videos that claim can give them an East Asian appearance or Korean DNA. I think there are other be- I think there are other uh, examples of you- race changing with RCTA here that the NBC is keeping away from. Yes. Um, so and I will tell you my favorite part of this NBC article too. Because they really struggled with how to do this without, like, because first of all, race is a social construct to them. Right. So, like, it's already, this is already, like, touchy to them to know how to say this exactly. And then you add in the whole trans thing where there actually is the DNA factor that they can't quite get past. And so, like, you know, to... It's very, very difficult for the left to answer the question of why it is possible to change your sex, but not your race. Right. It's a very tough, it's a, it's a tough distinction for them. So they're finding irrelevant my, distinctions, like, like you inherit your race. So this is, this is my favorite part of this, where uh, the article says, experts agree that race... No, 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 it's not experts agree. Oh, no, no, it's not, the one I like is media experts. Oh, the one I like is experts agree that race is not genetic. (laughs) So, wait. (laughs) Why do people do those Ancestry.com things again? I I don't know. Wait a second. It's not? Get get it in the mail? (laughs) Experts agree that race is not genetic. Okay. But they contend that even though race is a cultural construct, it's impossible to change your race. Because of the systemic inequalities inherent Uh, to being born into a certain race. Okay, good. So, but how are you born into it if it's not genetic? Is that also a sign by the doctor? I'm moving to the next bullet point. That does not have to be addressed. Is it also a sign by the doctor at birth? I'm just wondering. No, you're a sign. No, you're. Do they say like, yeah, you've got a white one at the doctor when the baby's born? Like, how how are you born into a certain race if it's not genetic? Because you've assigned yourself Serbian uh, Scottish, Alice. Who assigned it to me? 
I was you born. I didn't, no, I didn't self-assign. I was born into it. David Freund, a history of race and politics and an associate professor at the University of Maryland College Park, corroborates the idea that a biological race does not exist. So I don't know why you can't change it then. <laughs> it's like we're on the holodeck and everything's disappearing. <laughs> what we nothing know, is anything is nothing. What we All know right? today as race is a combination of inherited characteristics and cultural traditions passed down through the generations. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love. My favorite line is, media experts. Mm-hmm. What's a media expert anyway? <laughs> That's some a-hole who's semi-employed. Who opines on things. Media experts also point to the potential dark side of the exoticization of Asian culture, saying it could be a form of modern yellow face or the act of non-Asian peoples making their <laughs> appearance more Asian-like. Modern yellow face. But this person believe it. I don't understand. It makes this person happy yeah. to be Asian now. The person's happy. She listens to this. This is the music. <laughs> This is the Asian subliminal stuff. Wow. Great. So you just watch these YouTube videos and supposedly, and people believe. I and mean, it, of all the dumb things. Have you things seen, watched any of them? It shows like <laughs> skeletal stuff and how they, you can change your eyes and stuff. Okay. I'm all for it. I believe in it. I'm an ACTI plus person. RCTA. RCTA. What race are you going to become? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It matters. It's, I mean, it's it's on a spectrum, so I'm not sure. What's a good one? I don't know. What's one would, that would have gotten into Northeastern without having to grease the guy? What, what's a good one? I can't answer that question for fear of me getting the burn barrel suit. Here's another one. Skinny subliminal. Huh. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So there's also ones that people do it with weight. They believe if you watch YouTube videos oh. and manifest being skinny... That it can make you skinnier. I see. And that was showing a bunch of models. I love this. Rather than having to <laughs> simply get skinny. Okay. Here's, uh, here's. I mean, it's the natural progression of all this, like, self help manifestation. Like, be so big, I'm stepping on leprechaun shit on your. Oh. Don't know what that Somebody was. Somebody in the chat has brought up uh, Turning Japanese, the song. Yeah. Well, I talk about uh, I foreshadowing. Mean, so, does it actually? The song? Maybe it always did. <laughs> I never knew. Um, okay, how much time do we have? Because there was one thing I wanted to get to unless we're out of we time. We are 43 minutes into oh the show goodness, right now. Oh my goodness, we're so. way late then. Dang it. Okay, remind me tomorrow to... Oh, no, this is on topic with this. So so this is so, so this is what's interesting. So much, if you check out social media and articles about this, so much of this pushback is from, obviously, black people saying, uh, what the frig are you doing? <laughs> you don't get to watch a YouTube video yeah. and become black. Yes, saying, um, no, this is, not, this is not how this is going to go. Which just makes me wonder that between that and, you know, what we've seen with these different cities and towns where the people are literally saying... Get these uh, illegal aliens, get these thugs off the streets. These Black people are saying this. Marginalized people are saying this. That is this the way of the future? Is this how black America becomes Republican America? Many of these residents say they no longer have any tolerance for the disruptive behavior by those seeking asylum here. It's making them feel unsafe. They disrespect us. They rob us. They harass us.
and their patience is wearing thin. Let me say this. They got one more time to deal with it because otherwise next time they deal with it, they're going to deal with it from the streets. We're going to take over it. Nobody's going to be able to stop us from what we're going to do to them. Much of the... Well, well, well. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I would say so. So uh, I, I add that to the, this... There's another story in Chicago that has um, that features. Wait, didn't you do this yesterday? I feel like you. Did. No, no, there is. I, I, I think we played that audio okay. yesterday. But um, but I have some more audio. If I can just find it, it was just up here. Um, w- w- with more people in Chicago, where they're putting 125 people um, or 250 people in the neighborhood, they're going to live in the schools, etc. And they've said no. And if you listen to uh, the one of the speakers, these are these are black liberals. One of the speakers at the podium said, and they're even in state houses across the country talking about giving these people driver's licenses. It's like, whoa. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting. Yeah. We're- it's funny because it really is like the exact Republican talking point from like 10 years ago. Well, yeah. And so this is between the trans stuff and now the new, you can now transracial. You now you can now you can now just steal and become black if you want to. And, and, you know, we've always kind of let this happen, you know, the, the um, um, Sean King, you know, right. we're, we're like, uh, and, but we weren't allowed to ever say, Rachel Dolezal, you know, we, okay, I guess, I mean, whatever, but those were the, the camel's nose under the tent, right? Right. So it'll be interesting to see if this, maybe we'll have more stuff in this tomorrow. I had some more audio, I can't find anything. Um, Alice, what is the hot sauce? The hot sauce is Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. And they, of course, bring to us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline where you can leave a chat chat message for the show. I have, um, I have, uh, eaten all of the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce except for that last one behind you. What's the flavor behind you? I think that's the pineapple. Oh, that is safe. (laughs) That is why you have not eaten it. But I will eat the pineapple because I like sweet sauces. Um, but still Awaken 180 compliant, actually, by the way. Love it. Love it. Zero grams carbs. Hey, Tom, here's a market basket pet peeve. Oh. You have your shopping cart or your regular basket, and you're walking down an aisle, and on one side is the employee who's got the pallet, and yeah. he is or she is trying to stock the shelves. And on the other side, someone has blocked the other part of the aisle with their carriage. This is the story of my frigging life. Oh, my goodness. Blocking, and that is a market basket thing to bring the pallet in the aisles. But people, I don't understand. And once again, like when I'm behind somebody and it's red on red and they're not going and I'm like, just let me pass then and they don't move. It's like, I don't understand how they don't freaking feel wrong blocking an aisle. Why doesn't it feel wrong to you? It should feel freaking wrong to everybody if you're block. Don't you understand? I mean, I, I DD right out if, if I see that there's a cluster bleep about to happen where I'm going to be. There was a time when I was in a Trader Joe's, the one in near Washington Square in Brookline, where literally there was, I, th- this is where I wrote the uh, um, With Their Cart song. Mm-hmm. There were three people on converging one side, three people on the other side, and I was caught in the middle, and I thought, I need an effing airlift out of here. I need a freaking Huey Chinook helicopter to get me out of here and pull <laughs> me out through the ceiling. Because these people, 
They like the grocery aisle with their carts. They like the fruit aisle with their carts. They like the soda Trish aisle with their basket. carts. They like the napkin aisle with their carts. Trish, they like all the aisles with their carts. Leave your freaking cart out of the aisle. Trish says in the chat that Market Basket seems to be stressing you out these days. <sighs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Although I did get some good, I got to tweet this out, uh, some good. Um, uh, mas- Morgan says you're going to be the most crotchety 80-year-old you've ever met. I don't think Tom's going to make it to 80. Uh, just in yeah. As he needs to get in all his get-off-my-lawn anger now yeah. because his time on this earth is Correct. limited. And I am ready to go. <laughs> I mean, that is a selfish act. Yes. should get somebody executed on the spot. Correct. Because they have no care yep. for the other people that we're now blocked by this unbelievably selfish act. Yes. What do you think? Yeah, you should be tased. That that cop car that I hear right there should be coming for people. If you're <laughs> if you're clogging up an aisle, you're a terrible human being, and you should say nothing about Vladimir Putin because you are worse. Because he would never do that. Never. You all know that this is just going to go on forever. They're going to drag this out and drag this out, and Hunter Biden's going to go skate around everything. Oh, that's going to skate around it. And even Biden, Mr. Joe Biden, probably won't get any charges whatsoever. And everybody sees it coming. And it's happening right in front of your face. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Fritz, <laughs> we'll see, Fritz. I mean, I tend to probably agree. I think the best we can hope for is to have him not be president again next term. But, I mean, if it means Gavin Newsom's going to be the president, I don't know how much better that really is. No, completely agree. Hey, Tom, you got to watch out with guys complimenting you at a grocery store. Yeah. Because before you know it, it might be a police academy scene all over again, and you'll be going to the Blue Oyster. You got to watch dun, out, dun, pal. Dun, 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 Remember dun, that scene? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> Even dun, dun, I have dun, seen dun, that somehow. Man, am I dating myself? That was a great scene. That was a great scene. My goodness. That is a scene you will not find in a modern movie, certainly. That was fantastic. Police Academy was very important. You know what? I got to show the boys. I got to show James Police Academy. Police Academy 1 and 2. That, that's pretty much. They've made like 53 I don't of them. know how many I saw after 1, to be honest with you. But dun, I definitely dun, dun, saw dun. at least one Police Academy. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> the cops are forced to tango with men in leather. <laughs> I wouldn't worry so much about Tim's denial of getting a pedicure, Tom. Yep. I was kind of forced into that situation oh, no. not so long ago. Come on. Um, and I was hung over doing so. Ugh. It was probably great. Getting a, getting no, a it's pedicure not. is great. No, it's not. It, it's probably great... hung over doing so. I, but that tells me, was this a bachelor after a bachelor party? And if so, that man who bought pedicures for, the, for you, you guys all need to beat him to death if that's what happened. And I will tell you. I would do it again in a second. Oh, it was fantastic. There you go. That's oh. great. Getting pedicures uh, is no, great. it's not. It's disgusting. Men just don't like things that feel good. I guess I don't no. know because getting pedicures is great. No, it's not. Having some stranger f- handle your gnarled like toenails. First of all, <laughs> first of all, you're you're so. I think this is more about no, your you're, own you're, personal shame. You're and subordinating somebody. Usually, somebody uh, who I'm sure you'll go on TikTok and try to steal their race, uh, Alice. But you're subordinating somebody. It's a total weird thing that women do. Is they can torture people under them. That's what it is. Um, Everybody likes having people you know, love their feet. No. No. Now your feet. Everybody does. Every man does. 
No. Just check your man card at the door. Go and get it done. Apologize to the lady in advance. No. And <laughs> just let her do it. From the calf massage to cleaning your feet to going through the whole thing. The f***ing whole, oh, oops, sorry. The whole process okay. was great. Um, go with Albie. Make it a thing. Have a good time. And get that damn kid out of your bed. Seven years old? What are you guys, crazy? You know, dude, believe believe me. Sometimes there's two of them. It's like the, <laughs> it's like a game of Battleship if you see all the bodies the way they're if, splayed if, around. I want them out. I bet if, Alice brings them if, in. No, no, no. I put them to bed in their own bed. Uh-huh. And if I were... Lock a, their door. If I were awake when they came in or not dead to the world enough to actually wake up, then I would remove them again. We can but put they, a every big night they metal plank across the door. Two hinges there. Big metal plank plank clank across their door so they can't get out. Maybe we, can, we should we can go to sleep. To the we bed. can go to sleep to the sounds, the rhythmic sounds of their little thumping. Maybe we should the handcuff door. them in there. I don't know. What's your suggestion? I'm open to ideas. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Um, we are headed to a night softball game under the lights right now. Um, looking forward to it. But thank you all for joining us. We'll see you again tomorrow. If you want to join us on Patreon for the live chat and all that stuff, that's patreon.com slash burn barrel. Of course, the show is free at burnbarrelpodcasts.com. Uh, YouTube, Rumble, places like that, anywhere you like to listen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.